Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, i got an interesting topic for you. I don't think I've ever covered this topic in any of my past podcasts. So, it's called sequencing. Now, sequencing is important. In any presentation, in any sales presentation, in any sales pitch, or any conversation, what you say first versus what you say second really does matter. Now, one of the examples I always use is a study I came across years ago, and I wish I could reference it, but I can't, I can't find the reference, but I did not make this up, but it goes like this. Let's say you have two rooms. You walk into one room with an empty glass, and you fill up the glass halfway. The majority of people in that room would say that the glass is half full. Now, you walk into another room with a different group of people, and you show them a full glass, and you empty out half of it, and the majority will say it's half empty. In other words, what you show first versus what you show second impacts their perception. Now, what does this have to do with selling? It has everything to do with selling. What you present first versus what you present last, again, makes a difference. For example, if you're selling and you're the incumbent, in other words, you're the person they're already buying from, and the customer's debating whether to continue to buy from you or not, what should you present first? The gain, in other words, what they're going to benefit from by staying with you, or the loss? Gain or loss if they don't go with you. Well, if you're the incumbent, you want to talk about the gains we've made by working together, and then you want to talk about the loss that may happen if they stop working with you. So again, if you're the incumbent, you want to talk about the gains first, and then emphasize the loss if they decide to go with somebody else. But what if you're the new company trying to grab business? Well, then you would have reversed the order. You would talk about the loss. In other words, talk about what they're losing by not working with you. And then emphasize the gain of the true benefits. In other words, you emphasize the loss. Look, Mr. Customer, here's what's happening. You're currently using somebody else's solution, but here's where you're losing money by not using ours. And so you show them where they're losing money and then talk about the gain, what they're going to gain from working with you. Do you see that sequence matters? Let me repeat that again. If you're the incumbent, you want to talk about gains first. In other words, what they've gained by working with you and then talk about the potential loss of not working with you anymore. But if you're the new guy trying to grab business, you want to start out with the loss. You want to undermine the existing company they're working with. So you want to emphasize the loss. In other words, money they're losing, cost they're, they're driving up because they're not working with you and then emphasize the gain. Let me give you some more examples. When we're presenting price, should you present a low price first or a high price first, or how should you present it? Sequence matters. For example, you may want to start out with, look, our products start at $500. Now, what did you just do there? You just anchored $500. And then throughout your presentation, you're going to set up the value. And then at the end, you're going to give them options. We have a $500 value a $1,500 value, and a $2,500 value. Now, if you anchored them at $500 and you said start at, immediately the customer goes, what do you mean start at? Well, how much more is this going to cost? And when you finally get to the $500, $1,500, and $2,500 option, that might freak them out. 
So again, that's one way of anchoring price and sequencing. In other words, you gave them an anchor first and then you gave them options. But sometimes it's better not to start with a low anchor and start with a high anchor. For example, same thing, we have different solutions that range up to 2,500. Notice what I did this time, I didn't start low, I started high. In other words, we have options that go up to 2,500. Then, as I move through my presentation, create value, I now give them the options. Well, we have a $2,500 option, but we also have a $1,500 option and a $500 option. Now, the customer probably feels a little relieved because there are some lower priced options. You see the difference? One is you can start with a low anchor and then show options, but it might freak them out when you give them higher prices. Or you can start out with a high anchor, $2,500, go through your presentation, and when you get to the options, now you have $2,500 option, which is what you told them, but you also have a lower option of $1,500 and $500, and all of a sudden the customer feels a little relieved. Now, if you don't like these two sequences, here's a third one. Some people just like to do pricing in frames. In other words, you can say from $500 up to $2,500. That's one way of doing it. But a cleverer way of saying it is that we have options starting at $2,500 all the way down to $500. Let me repeat this again. This is important because words matter, sequence matters. If you tell somebody, look, we have options ranging from $500 as high as $2,500. Okay? You get that low to high. But the way you want to frame this is you want to go, we have options from $2,500 all the way down to $500. Just how I sequence that makes all the difference in the world. Let me give you another example. That was a pricing example. Let me give you a presentation persuasion example. When you're doing a presentation, and we're talking about sequence here, should you present the problem first and then tell a story and then make a point? In other words, problem, story, point. Problem, story, point. Mr. Customer, here are the current issues you're currently having, and then you tell them a story about, let's say, a similar customer, and then you drive home a point. That's one sequence. Another sequence could be you set up a story first. Mr. Customer, let us tell you about a customer much like yours, much like your business, and you tell them the story. Then you tell them what their problems were, and then you make a strategic point, kind of a call to action. So again, it's all about sequencing. In sales and presenting, I always talk about, do you talk about story point or point story? Either one works. Some are more powerful depending on the scenario. Sometimes I make a point and then I tell a story. Or sometimes I tell a story which drives to a point. But again, sequence matters and you'll have to determine that. One last one. You've probably listened to a lot of my podcasts and you figured out that I have a certain approach. And that is I sequence how I talk to you. In other words, I typically find a study and then I show you an application. I find a study and then I show you an application. But sometimes I talk about the application and then back it up with a study. And so these are two different types of sequence that you can use. And again, much like the glass, half empty, half full, sequence matters. So as you're thinking about your presentation, as you're presenting, ask yourself, am I using the right sequence? And I've just given you several ideas on pricing, you know, pr presentation, and also, you know, how do you learn? Study an application. Do I tell you a story first and then an application? Or do I do application and then a story? There is no right or wrong way. You just have to figure it out your way. But keep in mind, 
sequence does matter. And that is it for the Sales Influence Podcast. Leave me some feedback on this one. This one, I think I'm going to get a lot of comments on. Anyway, leave some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. As always, you know I appreciate you lending me your ears. Check out my Sales Velocity Academy if you haven't done so already. Again, great courses if you want to increase your sales velocity at salesvelocityacademy.com. And as always, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.